Hello and welcome to a video game odyssey. I'm your host Fergus Pearson and today I'll be reviewing Euphoria the Saga. But before we get to that, let's get a brief synopsis of the game. Euphoria the Saga is an adventure platformer released in 1993 for the Nintendo Entertainment System. The game comprises of around 4-6 to six hours of content and has a moderate difficulty level. In Euphoria, the player must swap between four characters, each with their own specific skill set, to help solve platforming and environmental puzzles. Released during the twilight years of the NES's life cycle, Euphoria the Saga could be considered a swan song that liberally cherry-picks through the NES's library. The game houses a large sprawling interconnected world and a steady stream of upgrades, bearing strong similarities to Metroid, while the precise enemy placement found in some areas of the game and the simple throwing mechanics feel reminiscent of Mega Man and Super Mario Bros. 2 respectively. That being said then, does Euphoria have its own identity, or is it simply a rehash of past successes? One of the more distinctive elements in Euphoria is the ability to swap between four characters at any point and the need to utilise each of these characters' special attributes to progress through the map. Initially taking hold of Bop Louie, a cute mix between a snowman and a polar bear, the player is soon given access to a lizard that can walk across ice, a ghost who can traverse large gaps with his floating jump, as well as an anglerfish that can swim underwater. Each character has its own set of unique and humorous animations for jumping, attacking, swimming and crawling, and each character comes with their own colour palette, wherein, similar to Mega Man, the colours correspond with the colour of the spoils found in the level. Finding each of these characters can be tricky though, as the map is rife with dead ends, bodies of water that cannot be passed, and icy floors that see Bob Bluey flop around uncontrollably. However, once the character is unlocked, many of the areas that previously halted the player's exploration are opened up, rewarding those who are able to memorise the game's large, detailed map with new rooms, enemies, and the potential of new power-ups. The map is home to many themed areas, ranging from vertically scrolling treetops and icy ruins to underwater passageways and volcanic caverns. Each area comes with its own band of enemies too, and while each take just a simple bop on the head to dispatch of, the challenge comes from the way fours are placed, requiring the player to avoid hopping frogs, spontaneously hatching eggs, and birds dropping 16 tonne weights all at the same time. Areas also come with their own environmental details and modes of transportation. The forest area comes equipped with aviary assistants that transport the player up into clouds. The volcano has minecarts and rails installed, while underwater segments are littered with interlinked jet streams that propel the player across large sections of the map. The music too is fitting, lending a greater sense of place and helping the player develop a connection with our surroundings, an understanding of how each area is linked, foregoing the need to rely on the basic map screen.
What ties each of these disparate landscapes together is a kawaii themed palette of characters, colours, bosses and enemy designs. Despite the locations looking visually similar to that of the NES era Kirby or Super Mario games, in terms of the world's inhabitants, each one has their own visual appeal that blends round, bold features with determined facial expressions. Even the more pedestrian trappings of the 8-bit platformer, such as floating platforms and ropes, are given eyes that track the player's movements and close when a character jumps on them. It is this unique aesthetic and attention to detail that makes exploring Euphoria's map so rewarding. Developer Sunsoft wisely chose not to let this cutesy appeal do the game's heavy lifting. Instead, they are implemented as a bonus to a progression structure that is pitched perfectly. Though the player is likely to be greeted with many a dead end throughout their playthrough, feelings of helplessness never set in as each stopgap will later translate into a new area to venture through once the band of heroes are better equipped. Added to this maze-like explorative design is a steady stream of power-ups that make every leap into the unknown feel at least a little worthwhile. This sense of discovery is made possible through the game's map and four-prong characters, and is bolstered further by each character having a specifically assigned secret weapon or skill that can be unlocked. One character is gifted with the ability to create bombs that can destroy crumbling walls, while another gains a new bout of usefulness as they learn to climb up any vertical surface, extending the steady stream of reward and progression beyond the game's four characters. Due to its very focused design and short length, Euphoria achieves a level of pacing that far surpasses its peers. Similarly, because of its organically unfolding nature, unlockables and the integration of a map screen, Euphoria does Metroid gameplay better than either of the first two Metroid games. This is because the game hits a balance between making the game's mechanics appear transparent and making the game's world feel shrouded in mystery. With its well-crafted character animation and kawaii aesthetic, Euphoria creates its own style that separates it from its inspirations. Though it may be simpler and less impactful than the games it borrows from, Euphoria is nonetheless designed with a degree of care and expertise that makes its old ideas feel new again. Euphoria the Saga gets an 8 out of 10. An 8 represents a game that I would strongly recommend to fans of the platforming genre. This game also holds a level of quality that I would even lightly recommend it to non-fans of the genre. This has been Fergus Pearson for a Video Game Odyssey. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to either subscribe or review on iTunes, like, comment and subscribe on YouTube, or leave me a message or follow on Twitter and SoundCloud. Anything you can do to support the show will help hugely. Any feedback or follows will help the show grow and allow it to reach new listeners. Thank you.